So this semester here at The Well, the big theme has been identity. And identity can be a tricky subject. It can be built up of a lot of different things. For some of us, that may be that we're athletes. For me, that's baseball. For some others, that's basketball, cross-country, softball, track and field. It can be the degree you're pursuing, being a student-athlete. Those are all elements that make up a portion of your identity, but one of the biggest things that makes up your identity is um, your environment. And your environment is built up of two different things. Your home life, from where you came from, and the people you surround yourself with. A person's home life has a significant impact on a person's identity. The marital status and the absence of a parental figure plays a huge role in a person's home life. Kids with divorced parents have um, confidence issues stemming from that. A study done by Sam Houston State University says that kids with divorced parents struggle with self-esteem issues more than kids with married parents. I grew up with divorced parents, so I can attest to this. In some ways, I was lucky. Um, I didn't really, I don't really have much of a memory of my parents being together, and in, in some ways, I'm better off because of that, because I have friends that have had memories of their parents being together and later on in life regret, um, or not regret, but rather are living in the fear of them being divorced now. It weighs on a person and can affect their relationships with people in the future. Kids with a missing parental figure can also struggle with trust issues. Therapist Jed Diamond says that great fear and anxiety can stem from the trauma of a missing, of a missing father. I don't know what that would be like, but judging based off my experience with divorced parents, I could imagine that it could be really easy to struggle with trust issues. I also got, down, got to sit down with uh, one of my friends from back home uh, last week. He, his mom left him at an early age, and I got to talk to him about it. He told me that he thinks about it a lot and how his life would have been different if his mom didn't leave him and his dad. But he also told me that he doesn't really try to give it too much energy and time because he knows she's not coming back. He also told me that he um, had definitely has some trust issues with it because he doesn't want the people he gets close to to leave him like that again, and it takes him a while to build, bring down his walls. Parents are also role models and big influences on their kids' identity. I like to use the monkey see, monkey do analogy. When we see our parents do something that tells us it's okay for us to do it, because these are the people that have taught us the majority of what we know in life and created a foundation of who we are. So when we see them do something, it, it's natural, it's, it's just natural for us to go, hey, we can do that too. We also become our parents at some point. Um, it's, an, it's an inevitable fact of science. We get our genetics from our parents and because of that, you know, we're going to end up like them.
I don't know if you guys have seen maybe some of the progressive commercials that are on TV, but they're these mid 20 something year olds, they buy their first home and then they just start turning into uh, their parents right away that are much, much older than them. While it brings a communicable element to that point, it definitely has some truth to it because eventually that's how we are gonna end up. A person's friends and who they hang out with also play a big role in their identity. The people you surround yourself with reflect you and represent you. When you start hanging out with people, you start picking up on some of their habits. It starts small with maybe some of their sayings or expressions, and then it starts developing into major characteristics. These can be both bad and good. A person who creates a good environment for you, sets good examples, does what they need to do consistently, will we'll create a good environment. But someone who sets a bad example, doesn't really do the right thing very often, can create a bad environment for you as well. It can also lead you to participation in uncharacteristic behavior. Um, I'm sure most of you have heard the, if you jump off a cliff, are you gonna do it too analogy? Whether it's from your parents, or maybe you've heard it on a TV show or a movie, or somebody else's parents. Now, it may not be true to that extent because, I mean, who's going to jump off a cliff just for the fun of it? Nobody's going to do that. But it does have some truth to it because when we see our friends doing something, it kind of tells us that it's okay for us to be doing it as well. We know and trust these people, and we don't think we can get in trouble or get hurt by them and their actions. Friends and family can make a person whole, but they can also destroy a person. The environment, the environment you are in is the leading factor of the forming of your identity. A good home life is the start of a good identity. Broken homes have a big impact on a person's identity, as well as their parents having a bigger impact on them. Good friends are only good if they can create a positive environment for you. Friends can be both good and bad, but no matter what, they still affect your identity. Thank you.